and welcome to Sort of My Podcast. My name is Vincent Herman, Vin the Human. We're going to be joined by Bob Collins, Boba Fett, finally returning back to the podcast. But before we get into all of that, let's go ahead and talk trailers. We got one good one that came out recently, and uh, that is the new Godzilla King of the Monsters trailer. The only thing I can say that would be any different from the last trailer I talked about would be that this one shows a lot more of the Titans, especially advertising the fighting. But I think that's meant to distract us from how much of a part the human characters are going to play, which was actually a lot of people's problem with the last film. I mean, don't get me wrong, these people look fine, Millie Bobby Brown is really good, but that's not what we want to see from these. I even loved uh, everything uh, about the last film's characters. Um, Brian Cranston, however, I felt like should have been more of a part of it. They they kind of pulled the wool over our eyes on that one, advertising that he was pretty much going to be the main character. And then, you know, spoilers, he dies pretty early. But all of that aside, that's not why we go see these movies. Sure, let the people be a part of it. And from the way this trailer looks, man, these, oh my god, these titans, kaiju, whatever you want to call them. Wow, they are... Any people involved in this are fucked. What are these people going to do? What are the, what? Are, how are they going to solve this problem? They're just going to have to let them fight, which is a great line from the first film. Anyways, looks fun, looks like I'm going to... I'm going to like it. I know I'm going to like it. I like the last one. Uh, is it going to be the best Godzilla movie ever? Probably not. Most likely not. But... Hey, they they still have my money. Moving on. I really like that cheese peroni. Cheese peroni. Well, <laughs> cheese peroni? <laughs> so I don't know what does that have to do with anything. I just found cheese and pizza, so I went peroni. Cheese peroni. Uh, I, I guess I, that could be like pepperoni, like cheese stuffed pepperoni or something. Like if you were to hollow out a pepperoni log... And like stuff it with cheese. I think we just came up with an amazing new snack. I love how we we were just talking about trailers and then we scratch all that off and talk about cheese baroni. <laughs> so, yeah, but you are right though. We do need to uh, get back to it, and uh, that's gonna lead us into the news. First thing I want to talk about today, guys. Marvel released a few advertisements that boast Marvel history is destroyed just above the release date of March 2019. Uh, Some advertisements reading, Who gave the Fantastic Four their powers? Who found Captain America on ice before the Avengers? Who saved Jean Grey from Dark Phoenix? And who brought Spider-Man back from Spider-Man No More? Which, if you're not aware, took place in The Amazing Spider-Man number 50 through 52 and involved Peter Parker retiring over the lack of respect received from the general public. But not long after this, Marvel revealed that the who in question was none other than the man who used to be Frank Castle, Cosmic Ghost Rider. Uh, It's a long, annoying story, and I'll get into that in a moment. Uh, But the event will be a six-issue miniseries called Cosmic Ghost Rider Destroys Marvel History by writers Paul Shear and Nick Giovanetti with art by Gerardo Sandoval. Now, getting back to uh, the CGR here, uh, co-created by Donny Cates and Jeff Shaw, Cosmic Ghost Rider hails from an alternate timeline in which Frank Castle was killed by Thanos, given the power of the Spirit of Vengeance by Mephisto, further enhanced with the power cosmic by Galactus, and then, in a twist, found himself in service of Thanos, as seen in his debut in 2017's Thanos number 13. 
Though never explained in detail, the usually stern Frank Castle was driven hilariously insane over the many thousands of years he spent pursuing Thanos, resulting in his uncharacteristic, wisecracking humor. And going further, uh, Marvel's press release actually says the story sees Cosmic Ghost Rider stuck in the past, and so he goes about rewriting the origins of the Marvel Universe. I, First of all, if you couldn't tell from my uh, heartfelt explanation of the Cosmic Ghost Rider, I'm not a fan of this concept. I'm a big Punisher fan, and sometimes over-the-top works, and this is over the top but to me this is just ridiculous it's just dumb it's stupid and it's fine on its own if you if you're gonna make this like the cosmic ghost rider is a thing that happens in the future so it doesn't really affect the current continuity fine and it's an alternate reality an alternate universe but now what are they doing are they are they going to be rewriting the actual marvel canon of the established continual universe uh, I guess I guess you could say Earth six one six, or is this taking place in Cosmic Ghost Rider's alternate timeline? Uh, as far as I know, Cosmic Ghost Rider currently exists in six one six in the in the main Marvel continuity. So I'm thinking this is going to rewrite things. And what what a stupid way to go about it. I mean I mean these Marvel events are all over the place. I I love the idea of the Spider Man events but stuff like this like why why do we need this i mean i get it yeah it's it's kind of like a meme anymore that marvel rewrites its own history or reboots the the continuity like every few years but like like this it feels like they're just running out of ideas. I don't know. What do you guys think? Uh, are you excited to see this? Are you a fan of the Cosmic Ghost Rider? Uh, are you not a fan of the Cosmic Ghost Rider? Do you have a better idea of how they should reset the Marvel Universe? And don't just give me, they shouldn't, because obviously they shouldn't keep doing that, but they're gonna. So if they're gonna anyways, what would you do? Leave it down in the comments below. Moving on, we're going to go ahead and talk about the Mandalorian cast. Uh, the Mandalorian being the first live-action Star Wars series set between Return of the Jedi and The Force Awakens and uh, is set to release on the Disney Plus streaming service sometime in 2019 is going to follow the travails of a lone gunfighter in the outer reaches of the galaxy far from the authority of the New Republic. And for this milestone in the Star Wars canon, uh, we actually got a full list of some of the characters that are going to show up in here. Well, not so much the characters, just the actors who will be in there. And we're going to go through these one by one. Uh, first up, though, in the titular role, Pedro Pascal, uh, which you guys may know as the Viper on Game of Thrones, is going to be heading this thing up, followed by Carl Weathers, uh, who I hope you know, but in case you don't, is Apollo Creed from the Rocky franchise. He was in Predator, Action Jackson, Happy Gilmore, and so much TV. We we also have uh, Gina Carano, uh, Angel Dust in Deadpool, Giancarlo Esposito, who is Gus Fring from Breaking Bad and is going to be Archie Brubaker in the upcoming Stargirl series, 
uh, Emily Shallow, who was Amara on Supernatural. Uh, Omid Abatai, I'd, I gotta screw up at least one an episode, guys, uh, who played Salim on American Gods, but more importantly, was the voice of Amiss, the Mandalorian Super Commando on the Clone Wars animated series, which may give you guys an idea who he might be playing in this show. Uh, Werner Herzog, uh, the director of Grizzly Man and Nosferatu the Vampire, and finally, Nick Nolte. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, son, I don't think you're familiar with him at all, but uh, he was in 48 Hours, Cape Fear, Affliction, Breakfast of Champions, Tropic Thunder, a ton of stuff. He was a wildly interesting character as a human being in general, and not someone I would have ever guessed would step into a Star Wars role. But, man, the rest of these all sound so good, and Nick Nolte isn't bad. So, I'm actually kind of excited about this cast, especially that it may seem that they're going to be tying uh, the Clone Wars into this, maybe with the the character played by Omid. Again, we don't have any character reveals yet. We don't know who's going to be who, uh, aside from Pedro Pascal playing the titular character, who we don't even have a name for. Uh but I like this list. I like these actors. So this is shaping up to be pretty cool. Uh, I'm, I'm just geeked about a live-action Star Wars show anyways. I am a total fanboy. I will wear it proudly. I love so much of what they've been giving us from comics to novels. Although I will admit, having started the Aftermath series, I was warned. And it is a slog, but uh, I'm getting through it. Uh, we'll, we'll get to that third finale, uh, eventually. God, it's been hard, but I have, I have really loved the comics, especially the Darth Vader comic. I love the movies. Fuck all the hate for the, the Last Jedi, but that is just my take. Anyways, great cast so far. I uh, can't wait to see what more we get out of this. I mean, and it's being done by the, the, the father of the MCU, John Favreau. But that does it for the news that is discussion-worthy, and uh, let's go ahead and jump into the phone booth. It's time for the news, the phone booth news. That's right, everyone, it's time for the phone booth news, where I try to give you the news faster than Deadpool can save the day, which gives me three minutes, 45 seconds. Our intern, Vinny Wise, here is on the timer. Uh, let me go ahead and open up my phone booth news script here. All right, whenever you're ready. Okay, and go. In comics news, Marvel has announced an all-new five-issue limited series titled Domino Hotshots. In addition to Domino herself, this team-up will consist of Black Widow, White Fox, Atlas Bear, Outlaw, and Diamondback Rachel Lighton. And also teased, a new event for Spider-Man titled Hunted involving Kraven the Hunter, who recently turned vigilante, was announced. The series is slated for March 2019 and will be helmed by Nick Spencer and Humberto Ramos. DC has canceled the surprise hit Vertigo book Border Town due to allegations against the series writer Eric M. Esquivel. In TV news, Jeffrey Dean Morgan is officially returning to the role of John Winchester on Supernatural for its milestone 300th episode in February. 
Netflix announced that The Punisher Season 2 will release in January with no specific day revealed. And joining Frank Castle on Netflix January 18th will be the updated educational animated series Carmen Sandiego. The DC Universe app exclusive series Stargirl has cast Brian Stamp as Wildcat, Lou Ferrigno Jr. as Our Man, and Community alum Joel McHale as Starman himself. While the DCU app's upcoming Swamp Thing series adds Sharknado's Ian Zering to its cast as the B-list hero Blue Devil. In movie news, very nice. <laughs> In movie news, DC Daily has confirmed that Warner Brothers is developing a Plastic Man film, while Birds of Prey has added the Mindy Project's Chris Messina to its cast in the role of Victor Zaz. And ahead of its stateside debut, Aquaman has earned one. $147.4 million in China alone and pushed past $200 million internationally. According to The Hollywood Reporter, Scott Derrickson, who directed the first film, has finalized a deal to return to helm Doctor Strange 2. When speaking with discussing film... Uh, Vin, enough of the background noise, please. Jeff Pinker, one of Venom's screenwriters, has confirmed that the sequel is in the works. Legendary Pictures has acquired the rights to hit cult franchise, The Toxic Avenger. No planned specifics have been revealed. Sorry, I'm getting bleh. Uh, Benicio Del Toro will be joining the live-action Door of the Explorer movie as the voice of the film's antagonist, Swiper. And Disney Pixar's upcoming film, Onward, has announced Chris Pratt, Tom Holland, Julia Louis-Dreyfus, and Octavia Spencer have all signed on have all signed on to voice currently unknown characters. And in other news, the National Film Registry, which turns 30 this year, has chosen Stanley Kubrick's The Shining and Steven Spielberg's Jurassic Park as inductees to be preserved for their cultural, historic, and aesthetic importance. And that is the news. All right, what did we get here? Three minute, one second. Nice. I was doing really good there until the waterworks started coming out of your face. Achoo. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that is the, new, uh, the news, guys. Uh, you know what would be nice? Uh, what, what, what did you like in there? You were listening along. What, uh, what stood out to you from the phone booth? Punisher season two. Yeah, that was uh, that's one that's high on my uh, list. Except for they have canceled Daredevil, uh, they canceled uh, Luke Cage, Iron Fist. So more than likely, we're probably gonna be losing the Punisher too, which really sucks. Did you see the first season? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's good. Mm-hmm. It's good. One of my favorite of all the Marvel Netflix shows for sure. Wait, is Jessica Jones canceled? Uh, no, not yet. They've got another season coming up, but, uh, it's probably going to get canceled. I think it's going to be slate, slate wide. Yeah. The whole cast of Marvel Netflix shows is probably going to go away. That's a bummer. Uh, myself, I think I'm pretty excited for the, uh, upcoming Spider-Man event, the hunted event. Uh, I always enjoy Craven the Hunter. Uh, dealing with this, and the advertisement actually had like all of Spider-Man's villains' heads mounted on his wall, on Craven's wall, with Spider-Man's head in the middle. Looked pretty interesting, pretty fun. I mean, I don't think all of the characters are actually gonna get de- decapitated and mounted on a wall, but uh, try. 
I mean, he could try. Yeah, he'll try. And maybe we actually might see a death or two. But, uh, yeah, that's going to be pretty interesting. Moving on from there, though, guys, it is time for a more somber segment of our show known as Fallen Heroes. Every now and then, a legend is brought into this world. But before they can become that legend, they have to pass through this mortal coil and become Fallen Heroes. And once again, we are covering somewhat of an update on someone's passing, uh, this time focusing on a tribute paid to Carrie Fisher, who played Peter Griffin's no-nonsense supervisor, Angela, in more than 20 episodes of Family Guy, including two after her death in December 2016. And uh, this tribute sees a eulogy given by Peter, beginning with a joke about the Webster's definition of the word class, uh, going on to explain that it's a, a group of students, and some nonsensical TV theme song references. But it also goes on to state, quote, that Angela was fearless, spontaneous, honest about herself just as much as she was about the world around her. She had grace, courage, and an unmatched zest for life. She may be gone, but her voice will live on in DVD and Hulu Plus and tiny droid projected messages. I may have lost a boss, but heaven has gained a princess. But naturally, it turns out Peter is at the wrong funeral, which actually made me laugh. Uh, setting aside jokes, though, it was actually a nice tribute, and I'm glad Seth MacFarlane uh, took the time to add this to the episode. Uh, which he could have easily skipped over. And it was a very nice, fitting tribute for Carrie Fisher. So thank you very much, Seth MacFarlane, for that. And uh, I think that's going to lead us into our next segment, which is going to be our review for the big CW Elseworlds crossover and Into the Spider-Verse, uh, the new Spider-Man movie. And joining me for that is going to be Mr. Bob Collins, Boba Fett, returning to the podcast. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. Let's get ready to review. <laughs> <laughs> How are you, Mr. Herman? I'm doing all right. Uh, podcast is sounding better, as we've it been is. discussing. It is. Uh, not like you listen to it. <laughs> I do from time to time. From time to time. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, things are going good. What about you? Oh, uh, <laughs> You, you've been There's a lot of things that's been happening. One of the uh, better things, though, you've been spending some time in the city. I have. Yeah. I'm a big old city boy now. Yeah, that's yeah. never a bad thing. No, uh, uh, especially getting out of this area, very good thing. Uh, talk a little bit about that bar you were you oh, called me oh. from. Um, it's called uh, Old North Arcade. Uh, the, the more well-known one in Columbus is 16-bit, and I have yet to be there, but from what I've heard from people who matter, this Old North is definitely the the better of the two. It's less crowded. Uh, they actually have a ton of consoles hooked up as well. Everything yeah, I from, saw that. From um, like NES, SNES, they have GameCube, original Xbox, like all the PlayStations, including PS4, N64, like literally just about every fucking console they is, they're out there. Then they have a shit ton of cabinets. And then they have these specialty drinks that are named after either like video game uh, like characters or or titles, and then they have some that are just basic nerdy theme. Like they have uh, like Haggard's butter beer that comes with this <laughs> big ass cookie. Uh, one of the ones I had was well, I had Danky Kang, and it had like banana rum, I think, in it, and 
Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Secret of the Booze. Yeah, that's, that's the one you the, told me It came me with, about. like, Gushers in it and shit, dude. Like, it was awesome. Yeah, that, that sounded awesome. Uh, it's just... It's very laid back, very fun. Uh, I suggest anybody that's in that area to go check it out. And um, anybody listening to this, is, that's got to be up oh, their yeah. alley. If you like drinking alcohol and you like nerdy shit, yeah, <laughs> do it. Now, um, I have been to the 16-bit bar and arcade, mm-hmm. and uh, where where yours looked like a little bit more of like a, a dive bar version yeah, of yeah. that, uh, this was very new age and like mm-hmm. sleek and modern looking. And, and I'm uh, more for And they're both, it, yours looked great, uh, and the one I went to, 16-bit, it was great and a lot of fun. Uh, it's just really, it depends on the atmosphere you're looking for. The atmosphere I enjoy when I go to a bars are stuff like dive bars, little yeah. holes in the wall. Um, I, I, w- I will say this: I felt a little outpaced by the place. Yeah. <laughs> like, I think you I would didn't definitely fit in there. I think you would definitely enjoy Old North more. Yeah. Um, another fun thing I did recently was uh, I went to a special screening of a Christmas story, and there was also beer tasting, and there was ten different beers, and each one was had more alcohol in it than the last. <laughs> So in between tasting each beer, they played like funny stuff. Um, they they played like the drunk history. Oh, I love those. What was the? It was uh, Twas Night Before Christmas one nice. that has Ryan Gosling and Jim Carrey in it, dude. Like it was great. In between, they were playing these like what they called just funny stuff, and they were also having uh, drawings. They had one of the actors from a Christmas Story that played the younger bully. Uh, he was also in Van Halen's uh, Hot for Teacher video. He played in Better I, Off Because I know the, the bully's name, Scott Farkas. Yeah. Like, how can you forget? But, God, what, Melvin? Or I, I don't even yeah, remember. Don't but remember. but he was there. And they were doing all, like, they were giving away all kinds of shit, dude. Like, of yeah. course, I won nothing. But we got in free. So, like, that, like, it was already sold out. And we still got in without any kind of, like, didn't have to pay for shit. So, we you, got, a you free, got on your knees then. Uh, yeah. But it was worth it. <laughs> uh, like, we got a free, um, like, pint glass. I mean, like, it was just a ton of fucking fun. And I was hammered drunk by the time the movie started. We didn't even watch the whole movie. We got about, like, midway through, and it's like, you want to you go out to the bar? Like, now yeah. more drinks, and then go home. Christmas Story doesn't seem like the movie you can really no. drink to. But they're having uh, what they call Dudathon. Which is pretty yeah. much the same thing, but playing the Big Lebowski. Now that's absolutely one, and they better be serving White Russians. <laughs> yes, yeah. yes. Uh, it's apparently already sold out, but they said that like we still have a spot if we want to mm-hmm. go. So, yeah, that that'd be cool. That was tons of fun. Uh, yeah, those all are way better than the things I've been doing, <laughs> which, uh, mostly just try to keep up with TV shows like the one we're going to talk about oh, right yeah, now, yeah. which was the big CW crossover this year, uh, Elseworlds. And, uh, let's go ahead and we'll start out spoiler free, just like okay. our overall okay. thoughts and, and, uh, how fun it was. Did, did the pacing work? This was honestly to me probably out of all the crossovers that we've had so far in the previous seasons. This is the best one. Oh, absolutely. For multiple agree. reasons. Like I felt like the story was it was more solid than some of the, the last ones. It was a little odd not having Legends of Tomorrow in it. Mhm. But I felt like 3 episodes was was plenty for this. And later on uh that week during the episode 
of Legends of Tomorrow, there's uh, like a, it, it, I think it's Gideon or something. It was like mm-hmm. voicemail from Oliver Queen, uh, Barry Allen, Cara Zorrell. Uh, it's like, oh god, probably another annual crossover. Ignore, <laughs> and <laughs> that was it. So that was their whole play in it. Uh, so at least they included them a little bit there. Yeah, that was fun. But uh, I think it helped the pacing it did. a bit because so I said the three episode felt. Good. It was almost kind of like what Marvel was doing well, with their Netflix shows, and they wound up cutting the episodes down. Yeah. It fe- felt the same way for me. It was but like, you know, being, little, sometimes less is more for it. With this like being this. Elseworlds, though, like, I I think, like, if they really put their minds to it, they could have made five episodes oh, worth. God, like, there's so they, much There could interior. be a whole new series of just alternate universes. Yeah. They could do, like, Absolutely. one full season of this one universe, and then the next season's a different one. Or they could do, like, every episode or every few episodes in these different Earths. Right. Uh, like last year's uh, Crisis on Earth X, that that seemed yeah. to drag a little bit. It, yeah, there was, it was definitely fun. some point. Oh, yeah. 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 Up uh, until this Elseworlds one, that was my favorite one so far. Yeah. And that just goes to say they, they get better and yeah, better. Yeah, progressively Because think of where improving. we started. We started with the Flash and Supergirl crossing over. And when and that, that was, happened, we were like, oh, my God. Yeah. This and is that the was best before, thing ever. That was before Supergirl was on the CW yeah, too, yeah. so that that was even bigger. But yeah, no, it it really was the best one yet, and that's not like because we're still seeing it through rose-colored glasses. This yeah. could have been a movie. Um, one thing that I really am enjoying is that they're getting more loose with like taking risks mm-hmm. on like name dropping shits. It's on... they're pushing the envelope now. They, they I, are. I like it because I mean before, like fuck, they mentioned Suicide Squad a few times on Arrow. And then they're like, oh, wait, no, 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 no. We're making the movie. You guys got to stop all that shit. Let's kill off fucking they, Deadshot. Yeah. Spoilers. Like, they, they weren't allowed playing with certain characters that are integral in a lot of these, like, tellings of certain things. Like, like the whole season with Ra's al Ghul with, with Arrow. It's like, that should be Batman. Like, that should be Batman. <laughs> yeah. Like, there's no reason Oliver well, Queen is shirtless sword fighting Ra's al Ghul. And you got to no. think about the the progression of these shows. Like, oh, yeah. they first of all, they didn't know the larger idea, like mm-hmm. what it would become, what it is now, things like Elseworlds being possible. Yeah. None of that was on the table. Oh, it no, was no, really no, no. just they wanted to make a Batman show, and instead, and this was they like got fresh the okay. off the heels of uh, Nolan's Batverse. That's why, the, yeah. especially that first season of Arrow was so dark oh and, yeah and like they didn't refer to him as green arrow oh it's Hell, still they dark. barely even said arrow it was yeah. always the hood but you could see it progressively starting to get a little better a little better i, know, better. I think this whole ricardo diaz arc has really brought it back down it made mm-hmm. it a, a more gritty again but you you can see that the characters can still have fun and be fun oh, in, yeah. in settings like elseworlds uh which brings me to my next question Yes. Uh, what did you think about the character interactions in this one? Uh, we we got a lot of different team ups in yeah. this one. Yeah. We won't go into too many details on that until spoilers. But uh, how much fun did you have with that? I had a ton of fun with that, yeah. especially with some newer characters or some new characters like ones that are just being introduced. Um, yeah, yeah, like <laughs> yeah. it made my feel goods feel good. I like that uh, Caitlin Snow is now like. Full on in harmony with her with killer, killer frost. frost. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and see, like I'm actually uh, like I try to stay current with Flash because Flash is my favorite CW show. I am behind on this most current season. Okay. So that's one thing. That was one of my questions to you before. Was like, do I do do I need to catch up before I watch this Elseworlds? And I mean, there's a few small details that I'm like, 
okay, I'm not really sure who yeah. who this person is or what's going on here, but for the most part, no, you don't really need to be called up. Yeah, uh, I want to go ahead and uh, toot my own horn on that one because I said it on this podcast. Uh, I called it. You don't have to be caught up. Like, yeah. I mean, there are things like mm-hmm. if you're like, what, three seasons behind on The Flash, you won't know why Caitlin Snow is now Killer Frost, I yeah. guess. But uh, even if you are pretty caught up, like you, you're a little behind. Mm-hmm. Like, she got her powers shut off at the end of the last season, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, you would have been a little in the dark on that, but and it's like, easy enough to fill in that blank. Oh yeah. yeah. And it's like Supergirl. I've only watched like the first two episodes ever. Mm-hmm. It's a show that I definitely want to go back and watch. Like I've yeah. been wanting to, it's just, you know, I mean, there's a million other things for us to watch. Uh, so there's a character that popped up during her episode of this crossover. Yeah. That I, 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 just by seeing appearance wise, I'm like, oh, that's a, okay. that's I know a certain version of I know this who character. You're talking about. But I had no idea that that character was in there. That's not like that's I, not who I, I think know you it motioned is. Uh, yeah. like to try and keep it like, yeah. spoiler free. Everyone knows about the character. Okay, but uh, yeah, that is Brainiac Five from the okay. future. Well, that's why I assumed Legion. it was a Brainiac yeah. of some sort. He's uh, what a legion. Uh, of superheroes characters who stuck around after the last season. I thought the Legion of Superheroes Brainiac was a female. Like, in is it is it a female in the, in the show? comics? No, in the comics. Oh, uh, I don't. I don't no. know. Maybe not. <laughs> I, I don't, don't think so. I want to say it is. Uh, but yeah, Saturn Girl and mm-hmm. uh, Monel and all of them. They were running around for a while. And oh, okay. he decided to That's stick cool. around. But yeah. Easy enough. Like, you yeah. knew who, you pretty much knew who it was when you saw him. You oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. there's yeah. Brainiac. And then, like, in Flash, uh, the new, the French Harrison Wells. Mm-hmm. <sighs> well, you've seen Harrison Wells switch hands enough to know that, like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, something yeah. happened to the yeah. other Wells. <laughs> I don't know, I don't know if I can do a whole season with a French Harrison Wells. It's been working out, and it, uh, because it felt a little cringeworthy at times. It's it's been downplayed more. There there's a much bigger thing happening in that mm-hmm. season that I won't spoil for you. But uh, and uh, luckily enough, they didn't spoil in this. Like she plays no part in it. But uh, there's a much bigger oh, thing that's uh, happening there. Uh, is it something that was kind of like dropped on us at the very last second of the previous season? Yes. Okay, yeah, yeah, I yeah, did yeah, forget yeah. that was the cliffhanger. Yeah. And it's yeah. actually in the opening. Of this new se- newest season, mm-hmm. it was like they mentioned her as well. Uh, Nora Allen, yeah. Nora West Allen, yeah. uh, excess for yes. those uh, deep cuts people. Anyways, uh, yeah. So I think we've said about as much as we can. Spoiler free. Yeah, you know, because... I really it's really hard for me to do a spoiler free. Oh, I know. Every time you're 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 just trying so yeah. hard. Yeah. Uh, and I can see it on your face, too. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to go ahead and give you your spoiler warning now. We're going to be talking about all the nitty-gritty things, all the little uh, stuff that stood out to us, uh, references, we're gonna, cameos. We're, yeah, we're going to want to reveal whose uh, penis was shown okay. on air. If, uh, if you haven't seen it yet, though, and you don't want to know any of these things before, there are time codes in the bottom, and you can check out these episodes on the CW app. They're all three up there. It's the first thing advertised when you open up the app, so get on it. And it's Come totally on. fucking worth it. Oh, it's so totally worth it. Worth it. I, I couldn't sit, uh, sit for another day on that third episode. I, I watched mm. it straight through after the second one. Yeah. Uh, totally blew off my sleep schedule. <laughs> Uh, before we go into spoilers, 
which episode do you think was the strongest or which one got you the most excited part two exactly. part two yes, was yes, the best yes. there there's a, a part in part one that just oh god blew yeah. me we'll, away. we'll talk like, about I mean, that it's my favorite part. let's talk about that first yeah but uh yeah part two was the yeah, best i agree uh all right so we're in spoilers now and we're gonna go ahead and talk about the our favorite part i think our oh all, you unanimously yeah. among all the podcasters who watched it uh, in our group. And I think especially more for me and you because you and I have watched oh, the yeah. show. I, I've watched the show three times yeah. all the way through. Uh, but they are... what was Okay, let's set up the, the thing here. They were trying to... Oh, this is after Barry and uh, Oliver who are switched. They like who, Freaky Friday. Yeah, they Freaky friday uh, have finally decided to go to Earth 38. Is that cars? I think so. Or is it Earth 2? No, it's not Earth 2. Okay. It's like, yeah, it's, it's like Earth, Earth double digit yeah. of some sort. Uh, yeah, so they decide to go to Earth 38, and the transition is an overhead sweeping shot of Kansas farmlands with a certain Remy Zero song playing over top. Dude. Oh, my God. Like, I, I got so fucking excited. Because were you I, waiting for the, the meteors to start coming down? Dude, I was just waiting for, like, <laughs> fucking, like, the, all the original cast. Where because I it? didn't know. I didn't know that, like, they were just using the song to, like, yeah. lead into them. I was like, hold on. We're at an alternate Earth. And, like, I don't yeah. remember Earth numbers. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I didn't know that this is the Supergirl Earth. I was like, hold on. Oh, my God. It's the Smallville Universe. Like, in, in this multiverse? Yeah. Because, holy fuck. But I, I was thinking they would take it a little step further. Like, when, like is fucking... Well, not Chloe. Because, no, because no. Uh, <laughs> no, because, you know, sex that. slaves uh, and all. Yeah, we've covered that pretty in-depthly. Yeah. Uh, anyways, no, but, like, where's Annette O'Toole? Is John Snyder going to show up at any point? Like, how far are they going to take this? I know they're not going to have Aquaman because he's in a completely different show. But... I I did love that they shot this on the Smallville Kent family farm. Yeah. Wow, that it was just so good. I can't tell you a single word that was said between the characters because I was so obsessed with staring at the farm. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I know that there was some talk that they were somewhere uh, pretty much like the, whatever the remnants is of uh, Krypton. Yeah. Uh, yeah, oh, that's another thing I love, because uh, something that gets brought up with Supergirl all the time is, like, where's Superman? Why can't he help with this? And every now and again, they might give you a reason, but most of the time, they just overlook it. Yeah. Turns out, he's been on Argo this whole time, Argo. and uh, and it leads out perfectly, because by part three, they've decided they're going to go to Argo because Lois Lane is pregnant, and uh, that's where they're going to have the baby because the powers are And you dampened. don't even find out that she's pregnant until the last episode. Yeah. Oh, yeah. no. Was it last? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Last episode. It was. Yeah, yeah. It, was. it wasn't part one. No. Yeah. Uh, which, oh, my God. How beautiful was the proposal scene? It was cute as fuck. I love the... It was Superman 3, right? Where he crushes the piece of coal into a diamond. To propose uh, the You'd be the one that would know this. Uh, I think anybody. it's Superman three, okay. but I love that little reference because they're 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 barbecuing in the fortress yeah. of solitude. That's amazing. Uh, and yeah, he grabs one of the hot coals. I, I just love that little mm. nod to his power. See, even before that first scene where 
the the theme song plays, and you know, I mean, they first introduce us back to Superman yeah. in that first episode. Before that even plays all the way out, I pause it and message you, and I'm like, "Wait a minute! Wait a yeah. minute! Wait a minute! Is this Superman supposed to be the Smallville Superman?" <laughs> and like, it's just a different different actor. Like, See, what's I, going on? I think it's alternate it, it, yeah. in my mind. Although I think it's very cl- like whatever his backstory is, however mm-hmm. his early life played out in this universe in on this Earth, I think it's very closely related to the Smallville version of events because uh, although Chloe Sullivan has been introduced in the comics since mm-hmm. before Smallville, there was no Chloe Sullivan, yeah, and yeah. in a past episode of Supergirl, and, and they s- reference Chloe, and before Smallville, there was no uh, Leonard. Luther? Is it the father? Lionel. Luther. Lionel. Lionel. Yes. Richie. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, I don't think so. No, there yeah. wasn't. I remember, uh, I remember reading or listening, watching something. that, that And we, and we that. have yet to, to hear anything about a Lionel Luther yet. But, uh, yeah, I, I think it's very closely related. I mean, the farm is the same. <laughs> and he's got I, a friend named Chloe. So. I really hope that, uh, that in the next crossover that they've already gave us the title for, since... We will be probably looking at a lot more alternate universes that they're like, hey, Michael Rosenbaum, I know you want to do it. Yeah. Well, (laughs) and especially because of what the next crossover is, which we'll talk about. That's what I mean. Yeah. At at the very end, we'll save that for the last thing we're going to talk about. Uh, Yeah, that would be amazing. Okay. Uh, What else? What else? Well, okay. I mean, let's talk about Gotham. Oh god! I mean, how how? Like, oh god! You're first off, there searching for something. No, I'm, I was right trying to there. find something more in the uh, in the first episode, like stuff okay. that led into this, like uh, yeah, like actually, the monitor. Monitor was a cool. Yeah, um, he was pretty badass. Yeah, yeah. Um, hold on. Uh, can you hand me that yellow pad on the desk over there? Thank you, Lev. This is all of my notes for for Elseworld, so okay. I don't know why I didn't grab this. Yeah, um, monitor was pretty cool, and uh, I like the guy playing him. Mm-hmm. A lot, like he he really commanded power while seeming to not give a shit about anything. Yeah. Like it was, and they obviously like augmented his voice a little bit, of course. But just by like what I feel like his voice would be, they probably didn't even need to. Right. Uh, another thing that showed up in part one, uh, not Metallo, Amazo. Oh, Amazo. The God Amazo damn it, how did I forget that? Yes, yeah. dude. And their their team up to take him down was just ah, <laughs> oh, God, it was so palpably comic book it was oh, awesome yeah. uh i loved that yeah i well, never thought i'd see amazo on no show, no but... no and whenever they first showed him before you knew who he was when he uh like after um oliver berry threw the fucking like lightning punch and it like ricocheted off everything and then hit him yeah and then they bounced out of the room and they see him like emerged out of that box out of that crate i was like wait a minute is this metallo yeah but yeah. I, I like I said I I don't watch Supergirl. I want to say didn't they already have Metallo? I don't think they've done Metallo. They did them okay. on Smallville. That uh, may be what, that that might be what, what you're thinking of. of. Yeah. yeah. Uh, another cool thing that happened is something I love. I can't believe we we skipped over this after we talked about the Freaky, Fri- uh, Freaky Friday thing. But it was so much fun watching them try to figure out each other's powers because yeah, yeah, now yeah. Oliver Queen is Barry Allen with the Speed Force and mm-hmm. and. Barry Allen is Oliver Queen with, with all, all the, the training and the yeah. the experience, like like when he had to dislocate his thumb. Oh my god! Yeah, like, that Listen, was so funny. Uh, in in this universe or in this timeline, you have conditioned yourself where you're able to do this <laughs> without like seriously hurting yourself. 
So and then after it happened, and he never like relocated it, he's like, oh, oh my god, you thought. It looks so funny, <laughs> and that and I gave him the ability to think. Oh, the the remote arrow payback. Oh on the, god, on the yes. Smallville yes, farm. That was yes. funny. Uh, I forgot all about that until it happened. I'm like, oh shit, that's a nice little callback. Yeah, uh, they embraced each other's roles mm-hmm. really well because, and it it's during the the Amazo fight when. Yeah. Uh, Barry Allen says, you failed, you failed this, this city. city. Yeah. It was so good. Mm-hmm. Like, he really jumped right into that. And when Stephen Amell was allowed to let loose, mm-hmm. like, you could tell how much fun he was having because uh, he's a he's a fun, funny guy. Oh, like, yeah. If you in follow his Instagram. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but he did look really funny in that suit. Like, his head looked oh, big. Oh, it was so weird on it, him. It really was. Like... Uh, Grant Gustin looked good in the arrow suit. Oh yeah, but I think that outfit could work. For yeah, him, I mean, really. Uh, but yeah, and the fact that like uh, Oliver Berry, Grant Gustin as mm. Oliver was doing the salmon ladder. Yes, like, with that with with ease, you know. <laughs> and, and he's just eating that shit. Oh yeah, man, that too. But I, I think that's everything <laughs> to talk about. And and in the first episode where like Barry, who's now at her, who's no now Oliver, was like. Like really cool about the idea. It's like, oh no, you know, whatever, it's fine. Until Oliver says something along the lines of like, oh, I like, I woke up in your bed this morning. He's like, wait a minute, wait a minute. You woke up next to Iris? Yeah. All right, we need to get this shit changed like right now. <laughs> yeah, so good. Uh, man, fuck, I love these things. Yes. All right. Uh, so Episode let's... fucking two. Yeah. Well, actually, is literally the last bit of the fir- of the first part, mm. like where you see Batwoman. Up yeah. on the top, like because it, it's decide, a very far away shot. They decide to go to Gotham at the end of at the end of part, part one. one. Yeah. yeah. Now, do they did they unveil the bat signal at the end of part one? No, or was that, that during was part that two? was once they got okay. to Gotham and they're on that on on the rooftop. And I think it was Supergirl that walks up and pulls it off there, and it has like the Arkham logo bat mm-hmm. bat symbol on there. Yeah, it looks and so dude, good. Oh my god, I was so let's f- let's talk about uh, Oliver Queen. And Batman uh, for a minute because before they he, go in part one, <laughs> there's a discussion about Batman and yeah. Oliver Queen cannot accept that he's real. He's like, no, he's just a myth. And like they start prodding him and he's like, I was the first vigilante. <laughs> like he got real butthurt. Yeah, he was real mad about that. Uh, but this is the first time they've ever flat out said Batman. Batman. Yeah, th- yeah, there's been uh, there's been like Wayne Enterprises. Mm-hmm. Uh, like references here and there, like in Flash. Yeah. And then in, uh, I think it was the last season of Arrow, Oliver Queen does mention something about Bruce Wayne. And yeah, that yeah, wasn't yeah. even in the script. Like, that was Stephen Amell, like, hey, this is just like a random throwaway name. Like, can I say Bruce Wayne? Yeah, he made a little yeah. deal with the studio or yeah. something. Uh, yeah, but this this one, they're flat out looking for Batman. They're going and to why Gotham. can't they, dude? Yeah. Fuck, they got Superman. On, right? on Supergirl, and it works fine. And no one's like, wait a minute, that's not Henry Cavill. And I, I can't remember who it was in the article that I was reading, but uh, we did post an article to sort of my comics on Facebook. And uh, basically the gist of it is is that they, they've been getting away with more and more each season and mm-hmm. stuff. And this is the first time they've really let them run with it a bit. But when the, the subject got brought up about Batman again, they shut it down immediately. Again, they said, no, not going to happen. Yeah. And but it's just so confusing. Why, it is. Why is Batman allowed to be in the first episode of that shitty Birds of Prey uh, show? 
<laughs> but they can't use him in this highly successful, profitable exactly. and universe. You, and, and you can see it's it's working with Superman. Like I said, yeah. like Superman has been in multiple episodes of Supergirl, and like no one's confused. I'm like, fuck, right. there's two flashes now. You know what I mean? There's yeah. this very successful TV flash. Well, there's, and... there's three now. Yeah. Because of this. Yeah. Yeah. This yeah. yeah, technically. But what I mean is like there's a TV universe flash mm-hmm. that you see every week. Yeah. And then we have uh what's his fuck in the Justice oh, League. You, oh, you, you know mean me? simultaneously yeah, yeah, playing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh what is his name? Uh, Ezra Miller. Ezra Miller, yeah. Yeah. And and I've grown to like Ezra Miller. But yeah, they they have uh they have multiple flashes. Why and they have multiple Supermen now. Yeah. They have multiple Fucking quite well, a few characters. They actually lost Henry Cavill, but <laughs> yeah, I'm, but like technically speaking, yeah, it's, I, I uh, get where you're like, coming at, yeah. and it's it's not like well, I mean, we're asking for a weekly yeah. Batman show, but it's not like the the creators of the show mm-hmm. are saying like we need a weekly Batman show. They're just like let us use them once. Yeah, like yeah. Let us and drop I mean, fuck, them in. oh, Titans. Yeah, Titans. Have you? I mean, you've you've seen the trailer not, for the last episode, I've right? Seen the, I actually haven't even watched the trailer. I didn't They're bringing it. Batman in, like full blown Batman. I'm aware into this episode. I just don't want to see it until I watch the episode. Oh, like oh, yeah, uh, like why can't why can't we have it? I want it. Nah. Get well, you nah, want me? I don't know why they just can't and, take the and, and, and how are we gonna have a Batwoman show? If they can't show Batman, well, at least once or twice. And they've explained that in in this yeah, episode. Yeah, with, but like, I mean, there's got to be like some like callbacks to shit that's happened in the past. Yeah, you know I mean, they can't always do what Titans did, which just show like some shadowy male figure right. in the background that you don't ever see what he looks like. But referencing their explanation for the absence of Batman, uh, apparently three years ago. To their continuity, which I guess they're in 2018. So yeah. uh, in 2015, both Batman and Bruce Wayne disappeared, hmm. and so we have no idea where he went. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, and, and why is it in every medium Batman's got to disappear for fucking like Nolan movies? He's gone for eight years. And... Well, uh, that in the Nolan movies though, was it? Wasn't it between The Dark Knight and The Dark Knight Rises? Was that the eight years absent yes. you were talking about? Okay. Yes. Yeah, I forgot that they did that. Uh, at first, I thought you were Not talking about the seven years off. he went for training. And I was no, like, no, well, no, that's no, part no, of the no, story. No, no. Yeah, 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 of course. No, he just like, oh, my girlfriend died? I'm going to take like eight years off. Yeah. No, no. Uh, nah. My knees, real bum. Magic knee brains. Oh, yeah. like, And, and that's, that's what... That's what I've heard a lot of people defend with. It was like, oh man, his knee was busted. Like, but it took him two seconds to throw a magical fucking knee brace on where he could literally kick through brick walls. Yeah, which I doubt he could have done before that knee brace. Yeah. Or, but, I mean, well, I mean, before the knee injury, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but we did get a lot of Batman's world here. And I want to oh. kind of reference... Uh, I wrote down in my notes here a bunch of stuff that we saw pop up. Uh, You know what's popping up right now? My chubby. Oh, yeah. Because we've got a lot of names. Because they go to Arkham Asylum. Oh, yeah. This bad boy. And they show off a lot of the names on on the cellmates' doors. Uh, We got... Ooh, real quick. One thing that I was a little disappointed about, you know when they first got to Gotham and all the cops pull up? I was like, we're going to see Gordon. 
Or at least fucking, you like, know, uh... I didn't even think about it. I was so swept away with everything that I didn't even think about it. But, yeah, oh, yeah. you're right. That was an opportunity. I mean, Where come was on. Gordon? Yeah. Uh, but we did get to see the cell doors for mm-hmm. uh, Oswald Cobblepot, Pamela Isley, Isley. Basil Carlo, Edward mm-hmm. Nigma, and Mark Guggenheim, who... Who's Guggenheim? Ah, I did a little research on this. Yeah, he yeah. is the creator of Arrow and Legends of Tomorrow and oh, okay. the writer of Green Lantern. Yeah, well... <laughs> Well, that's a nice little I mean, nod. it's a nice nod. Yeah, but... I mean, that's fun for them, I guess. Yeah. Uh, we also got to see a little bit of the uh, storage room in uh, Arkham mm. Asylum, and there was Dude, a bunch of We really saw cool Bane's shit. Mask from saw Dark Bane's Knight Rises. Mask. We saw some Joy Buzzers. Yes. Yeah, that was, that was fun. Uh, uh, there was something else I saw. Hugo Strange's Glasses. Freeze's Cold Gun. Yeah, the Crane's cold Fear Toxin, one. which comes in Yeah, the Fear Toxin play. was cool. Man, that fear toxin, it, I, and I, I wrote this out. Uh, that fear toxin leads to a fight where Oliver Flash versus Barry Green Arrow, which is also Oliver Barry Flash versus Eobard Thawne Reverse Flash, and Barry Oliver Green Arrow versus Malcolm Merlin, and Batwoman wins. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck it. Like, since you just brought up Batwoman, how fucking great was ruby rose oh my god she was perfect dude first off ruby rose is perfect anyway Uh, i've actually never i've never seen her in anything else that i'm aware of i Um, still haven't watched i caught some bits of uh orange is the new black i still haven't watched that yet it's Uh, on the list i've watched for days uh john wick 2 she was in um i didn't watch the new triple x and i really don't think most of human population did i absolutely but she's will in not. that and i think one of like the newest the most recent expendables movie maybe i don't know was she in three i saw I that yes huh. i don't know I, I don't even okay i don't even know uh but her walking her going down to the bat cave and walking up to her batwoman suit and just like that like stern i mean her, her attitude her as cat kane alone kate, was but yeah, kate kane i'm whatever. sorry kathy uh, I was I was reading Cat Kane, whatever. Okay. Uh, I like Cat better. <laughs> Would it be Bat Kane? Uh, oh, nice. Bob Kane. Bat Kane, nice. Um, no, but her attitude before she puts on the suit. Oh yeah, it's great. Oh, what I'm I'm not even talking about while she's in suit because when she's in suit, perfect. I'm mm-hmm. talking about when she goes down that elevator and she's like walking through the Bat Cave. Like the whole time she has this like I'm gonna kick your fucking ass look on her face like, yeah completely like serious like focused stern like, and then it was, oh, it was when dope. she's in that suit i like honestly all the powerful characters we've seen we, i mean we've got Supergirl running around mm-hmm. and for whatever reason just the way she carries herself and carries that that batwoman persona she has a very i feel like she could kick any Dude, of their asses she came down on that van like collapsed it in grappling hooked that motherfucker pulled him back like mm-hmm. batarang some motherfuckers dude like oh my that's what i want I, I unnecessarily wanted her to start kicking the flash and green arrow's asses just, just to for see just it. for no reason just yeah. i want it like you know uh, what i told you to fucking leave my city <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, what about uh, Kate Kane? Yeah. <laughs> Kate Kane and uh, Kara's interaction in mm. the office. How funny was that when she starts I, hitting on her and yeah, she gets all yeah. nervous and shit? Yeah, yeah. Hilarious. But then their interaction right before they leave 
uh, Arkham, mm-hmm. like face to face, talking about how they, what was it like? They'd be a good team up. Yeah, and she was like, "World's finest." Dude, God, and yes. then they shake hands, yes. and I'm like, yes. "This comic books." Yes. <laughs> um. Also, there was something else that I was going to mention that I can't remember. Ooh, I think you're thinking yeah. of the John Wesley ship uh, flash appearance. Towards oh, the end yes. of the episode, yes. uh, if you're not familiar Dude, with who we're talking about, Earth ninety, yeah, like the nineties. If I you're not that. familiar with who we're talking about, not only has he played Jake Garrick on the Flash, but he's he played. was the first TV Flash mm-hmm. in his own series in the nineties. He played, he plays Barry's dad in the Flash. Yes, plus he Jake does. Garrick. Yeah. I mean, oh my god, I love it! Yeah. Like because they go through the thing. Jay, no, Dad. Ed? <laughs> No. <laughs> uh, but, and, oh, and here's the big thing that I think you're forgetting about. John, where's your ring? Oh, dude. I, yes. I, I was waiting to get there. But, yeah, whenever he whenever he looks at Diggle and he's like, John, where's your ring? I'm like, <gasps> Diggle yeah. is John Stewart Green Lantern in, in Earth, Earth 90? 90? Yes. I fucking want that, bro. And have you seen the fan art since then? No. Somebody I took, haven't. like, it was like the Ryan Reynolds, like, body. From Green okay. Lantern, Diggle's head, and they threw a mask on him, dude. But like, yes, yeah, I, I, I want, want it. it so bad. I want to see John Diggle, aka John Stewart, Green mm-hmm. Lantern, so bad. Um, uh, yeah, but that's really all there was to talk oh, about well, in that episode. Uh, in that episode, yeah, 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 for the most part. So um, let's move on. Oh, real quick, one thing I did want to say about. Uh, when they started showing like the Wayne Enterprise, you're like a Marvel logo. movie with these parts. Like we're about yeah, to yeah, end, yeah. and then you're like, but "Here's wait, a post-credit scene." No, this is what I that's what I was trying to remember <laughs> yeah. a little bit ago. Um, for the most part, whenever you see the logo for Wayne Enterprises in any kind of medium, it's the same logo. Right? Did you notice that this one looked legitimately like a fucking bat? Like the W looked like no. a bat. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's go back, cool. go back and look at it, dude. I'm telling you. It's pretty cool. It's pretty exciting. You're you're not being very subtle there, uh, Bruce. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like fucking. Uh, what is it? The Argo logo looks like a fucking arrow, or is it Argus? Argus. Yeah. It yeah. looks like an arrow because it looks like an A, but it's sideways, legitly like an arrowhead. We see Come what on. you did there, Berlanti. Yes, uh, you're clever. Moving on to uh, part three, though, uh, there was this big advertisement where they showed black suit Superman. Oh yeah, turns out, and the guy we haven't mentioned once. Oh yeah, uh, no, feels like really like do you? I mean, I know that he's I think really we, like we kind of need to because, yeah because but, like whole... I mean he it wasn't. I kind of forgot about him until mm. they kept mentioning that they need to stop him. Well, the whole crux of this uh, is not necessarily them going to interesting worlds where what if Superman landed yeah. in Gotham and became no, These Batman. are realities being changed. Yeah. and the that will is... of a certain person with a sweet Mississippi top hat. Oh, oh, you know it, boy. John Deegan, uh, who gets the book of what it, book of reality? Uh yeah oh the book of destiny yeah. from the monitor. yeah because every time every time we talk about it I say the book of destiny, destiny child. child yeah <laughs> yeah uh but anyways he is the black suit Superman uh mm-hmm. because he's tried this once before the monitor ends up giving him back the book after he loses it to Barry and Kara and Oliver yeah um uh, 
And he tells him to think bigger. And, like, what's bigger than Superman? So he becomes That's Superman you. and pretty much changes the world to kind of be under his thumb. Like, uh, it was Superman kind of reminiscent totalitarianism. Of like, yeah, it's kind of reminiscent of, like, the uh, like the Injustice universe or mm. even, like... Uh, in Superman Doomsday, when the new Superman shows up after the death of Superman. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. a good yeah, example, yeah, I yeah, think. Yeah, uh, yeah. No, you know what? You're right. More of like <laughs> injustice, like, Superman. Cause, I mean, because everybody that was at Star Labs that's now like has a big Superman logo. They all have like. Uh, by the way, I want one of those coats that they're all wearing with the Superman logo. Right? On. Those were dope. Yeah, the little uh, the flak jacket. Yeah, with the yeah, Superman symbol. I dug those. Uh, but in this, we got a sweet ass Superman versus Superman fight because of mm-hmm. course they go to the fortress to get Superman to fight Superman. Because what else are they gonna do? Yeah. Fight, uh, fight fire with fire. You know? And and this just fuels it for me, man. I want a Superman show so bad. Oh, yeah. It, it Why can't we have happen. a show just called World's Finest? Why can't... A Batman-Superman team-up show. Yeah. Uh, you can call it yeah. Batman-Superman. You could call it World's Finest. You can call it Humpty Dumpty and the Five Dicks. I don't care. But... <laughs> But I think Humpty Dumpty and the Five Dicks is probably that's, on the top of the list. That's what they should call it right there. Come on, Greg Berlanti. I know you're listening. <laughs> you, you know what we want. <laughs> you know what we want. Humpty Dumpty and Five Dicks. If our if our lives move into porn, that's that's going to be the one right yes. there. Uh-huh. Uh, but, yeah, we, we absolutely need that show. More than a Superman show, more than a Batman show. We need a team-up show. Yes. Uh, we we already mentioned, mentioned the proposal in this. Yeah. I mean... <gasps> We talking about team up show. I don't know why this just hit me. How great would it be? I know we're never going to get it, but since they've already kind of like set, like planted the seed of John Diggle being John Stewart, can we get an Oliver Queen and John Stewart? I know it's not Hal Jordan, but can we get a Green Lantern, Green Ooh. Arrow, like fucking hard traveling heroes? That would be so good. Oh my god, what if it was just like because, and we're gonna get to this that after the next one, yeah, like. They bring it back down because this next crossover is going to be about as big as they can go. Like, I honestly don't know where they could go after this, yeah. after this next one. They bring it back down to earth a little bit. Maybe we introduce a Jon Stewart. Uh, and maybe after this next crossover, like, certain things happen that realities are kind of broken and rearranged and it's set for at least a while. Mm-hmm. So maybe Diggle does become Stewart. That would like, be from great. here on out. Like I think it would be fucking amazing. Because what is John John Diggle anymore? I Dude, do. John Diggle up. was legitimately made for Arrow. I like I'm he was done. not a character prior to the show. Yeah, his his last name is actually one of like Diggle is a uh, is a writer was mm-hmm. a previous writer of Green Arrow. Andrew Diggle. I yeah, think. I think so. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but I have I've dug Diggle up to yeah, a point. Yeah. But after he stopped, did you dig Diggle? I dug Diggle. Uh, I dig dug Diggle. <laughs> but at now he's no longer Spartan. He's yeah. just kind of trucking around with his wife, working for the uh, for Argus. Yeah. I, I don't care about him anymore. <laughs> like, let's just no. fold reality in on itself and make him the Green Lantern. I, I'm into that. And then, yes, hard-traveling heroes. But let's go ahead and talk about the finale finale, their post-credits okay. uh, teaser. Um, well, before that, uh, whenever they were breaking people out of Arkham, yeah, you seen a guy with this gold mask. Yes, yes, and it has been confirmed it's the person who I thought it was. Okay, yeah, and then you, 
after uh, what's the guy's name? The one that had the Book of Destiny, Mullen, uh, Mullen John Man. Deegan, John Deegan. Yeah. Well, Deegan is now in in Arkham, no longer as a doctor, but as an inmate. And I can't remember who was saying it, but they said that like he he got a new friend, and you see mm-hmm. the, this guy turn around in the cell next to him and throw the gold mask on. That's fucking Psycho Pirate, dude. And Psycho yeah. Pirate has played a part in every single cro- like crisis in the comics, right? Which is so, only fitting that he would lead us into next year's uh, annual crossover, which is Crisis on, crisis on Infinite Earths. I almost said Heroes in Crisis, <laughs> which is a Final cr- Crisis, Infinite Crisis, one of the crises, one Convergence, of the crisis, yes. Reborn. Well, I don't know. Uh, but wow, how fucking nuts is dude, that going to be? Dude, that would be a perfect time, like we said earlier in this episode, for them to... Bring the Smallville universe in as its own universe. Bring some they Smallville can, characters then in. You can give me goddamn Birds of Prey universe. You I don't give a fuck. Six fucking Supermans. Santa, get fucking... Uh, get... Uh, not Joe Rogan. Uh, no, what's his name? Uh, you mean talking about from like, the Adventures of Lois and Clark? Yeah. What the fuck is his name? Uh, Why do I brain fart on him this. every time? Mm. I don't know. That guy. That guy. That guy. We get him. We get uh, Tom we get, Welling in some tights. Dude, can we get Brandon Routh? We get Brandon as Routh. Superman, and then make him interact with the Atom. Yes. Like, come on, we can do that. Uh, fuck. I mean, Henry Cavill's done. Bring him in. Fuck it. Like, Mustache and all. I don't so care. So much Superman in this. Uh, that is the time to bring in Batman. If they don't say yes oh to Batman God, in dude. that, I swear to God, I will burn down Warner Brothers. <laughs> I'll go to Vancouver right now and burn down all these motherfucking sets. You can, Which, by the way, Gotham is not uh, the Gotham in in Batwoman is not filmed in Vancouver. In Vancouver, really? Uh, Vancouver, yeah, uh, Chicago. And we should mention. Uh, I, I don't think we mentioned because there is some world hopping in here. Yeah, Gotham is a part of the Arrowverse, like yeah, the yeah. main. It's like, not a. Earth it's, one. it's not a separate Earth or yeah. anything like Supergirls. It's is. on Earth One. Yeah, which is cool. But, yeah, there's just so many possibilities with this. Uh, oh, my God. So what are some characters you would love to see pop up? Some, like, new characters. Like, that, that hasn't been introduced yet or, yeah. like, not a certain version of them introduced? Hmm. Let's see here. Uh, I want a Wonder Woman. Why the oh, fuck yeah. can't we get a Wonder Woman? Yeah, let's. I mean, we've had Themyscira in yep. Season 2. Uh, I believe it was Season 2 of Legends of Tomorrow. They take yeah. uh, Cleopatra. Mm-hmm. Or not Cleopatra, but... Um, I don't know. Uh, I was baked a lot when I was watching Legends Tomorrow. <laughs> I you know kind of have to be. Too. But uh, anyways, they, they I mean, take, and, and, they take uh, a... Uh, you remember whenever, yeah. what was it Flash yeah. Season 2 that he went to Earth 2? Or was it Season... Yeah, Season 2 or 3, whenever they did the whole like little quick little Flashpoint mm-hmm. uh, storyline. When he went to Earth 2, remember his, his phone, he had a phone with different names on it. Yeah. And it said like Bruce Wayne, Clark Kent... Diane, or no, I said Bruce, Clark, Diana, Hal. Yeah. I was like, so, I mean, you got you got little references here and there. Right. Acknowledgements um, enough. So, yeah, include them. What do I want? I want a legit um, Black Canary for yeah. Oliver. Diana, uh, Diana, not Diana, fuck, um, Dino Lance. Dina, yeah. Yeah. Like, I want, I want that. Because I, that's one thing that's, I've always liked in the comics is... The Green Arrow, uh, Black Canary relationship, yeah. and they they dabbled in it a little bit. Like, dude, yeah. honestly, like I know she has tons of fans. 
I can't fucking stand Felicity. You don't dude. like I Felicity? No, no, I don't. I like I her don't. less and less as the seasons go, I but I it's like kind her. of like how originally I was like, "Oh my god, I love Iris," and after a while, it's like, "Can we? Can Iris just die?" <laughs> like I like her, but like, fuck, do we really have to deal with this like this fucking side story of like, you know, let's pick out wedding colors and shit, Mary? Why don't you help me out? Because I'm saving the fuck world okay yeah like, I, god I, damn it i kind of hated that like, i don't know dude yeah. like sometimes i really like it some most of the times i don't mm-hmm. so uh yeah no fuck felicity <laughs> Sorry. so you don't want to see felicity and <laughs> yeah no if she could just stay away the whole time like, yeah. that's completely fine. uh i don't um, know i i would love to see just some hint of the green dude, lantern you know what i'd love to like see yeah green lantern yeah. definitely booster gold give me some fucking oh booster my gold God, yes some booster gold. give me some give me some gold and blue bro have bring in some, some blue beetle and some booster gold well they won't do blue beetle because now they're planning on making a movie uh <laughs> yeah uh, but booster gold have him be the guy who like he comes back to warn yeah. them about it becomes a little too early or something he yeah, sticks yeah, yeah, around yeah. for a season and <laughs> That would, be, yeah, that would be fun. Yeah, that'd be that'd really be great. Um, also, I would love to see uh, Supergirl's Earth melded into the yeah, yeah, yeah. actual like, continuity. A, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think that they probably will. I mean, with, with an well, event like we Crisis thought, on Infinite Earths, like, that would be a good might, time to do it. We thought they might with Elseworlds. That was our prediction with Elseworlds, which was, was a my perfect time to do it. You agreed, and that would be good. Did I? When? You should listen back to that episode. It was one of our earlier episodes. Uh, really? Yeah. I was probably drunk. <laughs> I was drunk. Wow. I didn't know what I was talking Fuck about. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, but there's so many possibilities. I loved it. Man, oh, yeah, you yeah, obviously yeah. loved it. Like, I'm probably going to go back and just rewatch it again. You know, we've, pra- we've practically done an entire fucking episode. Probably. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, been, it's been long. Uh, okay. All right. So we got to move on. Well, since we're talking about alternate realities and alternate universes, that's a pretty good segue. Yeah, we're talking about topic. what I don't want to call the greatest Spider-Man movie of all time. I'll yet. I'll say it now. I, As of right now, it's because you watched it just last night. I yeah. watched it. I think it was a whole extra twenty-four hours on top yeah. of you. And I still think it's probably the best Spider-Man movie I've seen yet. It was it was really really good. We're gonna we're gonna do non-spoilers first. No, uh, we got yeah, to. we're gonna do non-spoilers yeah. uh, because like there's a lot we could talk about because people already know alternate versions of Spider-Man are in yeah. this. A lot yeah. of them have been in the trailers and stuff, so yeah. there's no spoilers there yeah. and stuff. Uh, yeah. What do you think about the story? Like how how they played it, out? It the was story. everything about this movie. The visuals were fucking gorgeous mm-hmm. just absolutely gorgeous it was really They're, like they they put like this matte layer on the characters as if it were like a comic book like the old school dotted comic book oh, yeah, type yeah. look and so good and one thing that like was kept throwing me off like i knew that they were doing like the dotted type of art mm-hmm. but like some things that was in like the foreground like right close yeah looked almost like doubled you know what i mean like kind of blurry so i'm like wait a minute did we did we get the 3D version? And both my boys got had 3D glasses just because they wanted 3D glasses. So I kept putting them on, trying to watch. I'm like, no, it's not 3D. Like, are you, yeah. are you sure? Like, it was. It was. Uh. It 
forces your perspective to yeah. where where it so wants what you to look. They want you to focus on. Yeah. yeah. Uh which is interesting but also at times annoying, especially because at least during the the early parts of the movie, about yeah. half an hour in you're like, used to it. Yeah, if it's mind. if it, they continued it after the first 15 yeah. 20 minutes, half hour, I just didn't notice it. I was already yeah. used to it by that point. But it is jarring but, at first cuz that's new. Oh that's yeah, 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 yeah. And then like the animation on certain Spider characters like Spider Ham was very cartoony. Yeah, Spider Man Noir's looked like Spider Man Noir. Very gothic. Guider, or Spider Gwen. If you if you go look at like side by sides, yeah, no, yeah. like she like, looked. Like, it, she it was looked very like a smoother animation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Penny Parker. Uh, it was with the very S- anime esque with yeah. the SP dash dash DR robot. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. But yeah, very anime. Mm. Uh, they. I love that. And it gives me thoughts about the potential sequel, which has been confirmed, actually. Uh, that post credit scene. Yeah, we'll, Dude, we'll oh get God. there. Uh, but, no, I, I love that they, they weren't afraid to take these chances. Oh, no. And I feel like they were only allowed, and it came out as well as it did, because... Sony looked at it like this is just a stupid cartoon, it's just a movie. cartoon movie. We don't no have to mess with it. Yeah. yeah. And by doing that, they ended up making yeah. And they made references the to everything. everything. Oh, everything. Yeah. A bunch of Sam Raimi Spider-Man universe references. Mm-hmm. Uh there's a lot of real life references like Spider-Man merchandising for real life. Yeah. Uh there's meme references. <laughs> uh, there's I mean there's oh a lot God. of things. There's yeah. a lot of things. Uh what did you think about the villains in this? Dude, loved it. Yeah. Uh apparently I was explaining a little bit to Odo without trying to spoil anything because mm-hmm. I really I'm really excited for the post credit scene for Odo to watch that because mm-hmm. we know how he would feel. Yeah. But I I won't tell him. I just told him right. I just told him who the voice actor was that did the voice of that character, which mm-hmm. by the way, Oscar Isaac. Yeah, yeah, I found um, that out this morning. Dude, there's yeah. actually some like the Peter Parker of that universe, not the one that comes into play that like is a big part, but the the first one that we're introduced to. Do you know who does that voice? Oh, it's Chris Pine. Chris Pine, yeah, 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 dude. Yeah. Yes, I knew he sounded familiar yeah, while I was yeah, watching yeah. it, but I wanted to focus on the story, so I, I yeah, tried yeah, yeah, to push yeah. it out of my head. I mean, there, there's a lot of voice actors that I'm like, oh fuck, I didn't know they were in this. But these um, villains, but those villains, yeah, yeah, dude. What what else? What I was getting into was I, I explained like the Green Goblin to villain uh, to Odell, and he's like, oh, so it's like the ultimate version. Yeah. I'm like, oh fuck, I don't know, but he was dope. Yeah. Like, he was this uh, big fucking well, gargoyle-esque are, goblin. A lot of the villains are very Ultimate Universe version because yeah. that that's pretty much where we're at is the uh, Ultimate Universe here because that is where Miles Morales was first yeah. introduced and eventually became the one and only Spider-Man. Uh, but... These villains for me, like you've got your side villains, like we don't get much time with them, but you don't really have to, who gives yeah, a yeah, shit. Yeah. But our two bigger villains in this, Prowler and the Kingpin, yeah. they made they did Ooh, a great yeah. job making those emotional. Which by the way, do you know who did the voices of both of them? <laughs> you do? You're like okay. a walking IMDB over here. Well, because I was looking at the IMDB. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Who who did the voices for them? I'll hold off on the Prowler because that might be a spoiler. Okay. Because there's a certain character reveal. Um God damn it, I've already blanked on his name. He plays in Scream. Leave Shriver. Sorry? Leave Shriver. Leave Shriver? Shriver, yeah. Yeah. You know who that is, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. He he that's Kingpin. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. 
It, yeah. I would have never guessed that. He yeah, like yeah. he layered it on yeah. there. Uh, yeah, they did a great job of making me give a shit about those villains mm-hmm. and their motivations. Uh, or well, rather, one of their motivations, one of their connections to one of our characters. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I I absolutely uh, enjoyed that too. Mm-hmm. Uh, how'd you feel about the action? Oh, it was fucking gorgeous. I think it really was. At times, the animation style hindered it a bit. You think, especially during that last fight, like there was a lot going there on, was, and it, it was, was very too fast, overstimulating. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah, way too overstimulating. If I was baked, I would have been like, "I'm checking out." I'm right mm-hmm. now. Now, some of the earlier stuff, some of those simpler fights, mm-hmm. those are that <sighs> fight in the house uh, where when you catch a glimpse of what's oh, yeah. going on, it's awesome and it looks great. But then, like your attention is immediately focused somewhere mm-hmm. else. I feel like, but there's so much going on. Well, I don't think and it's just that. I think it's the animation style too. I'll, I'll have to see on like a second watch, mm-hmm. but uh, like I thoroughly enjoyed the the action. I mean, even things that weren't like fight scenes, uh, like. Miles first kind of testing out his powers. Those were fantastic. Or like after, uh, like the big like third act, like found yourself type of moment. Yeah. Like full. eh, Well, I won't say exactly, but like the the things that we've seen it in the trailer. Oh, he gets his own costume. Yeah, Yeah. the full suit. When actually that scene, that exact scene where he comes off the glasses in the trailer. So I can get. And I love that they waited so long to give him that too. He stays in in a costume. And I dig that it wasn't like a costume that was already. That was already there. That he's like, oh, okay, that's yeah. sweet. I want that one because I mean, it looks it looks like his comic book counterpart costume. Yeah, but it's just like he's like, nope, rattle can, <laughs> like, and you couldn't really tell on some shots, but whenever it's more closer up, you can see like the overspray a little bit here mm-hmm. and there. Like it was, I, I dug it. Yeah, dug it. the only very, thing I kept thinking cool. was is like you were in a full face mask that you just spray painted. You're high <laughs> as fuck. <laughs> like. Do you think maybe like is Are you in a well ventilated area? Do you th- you think maybe his spider metabolism nah, like nah. helps him at all? No, there? he was high. Yeah, all right, fair enough. Why else would he jump off a building? He, he did seem way more chill. You're right. <laughs> I told you, he's yeah, high he's as fuck. High. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, the movie was great, there, guys. Mm-hmm. For real, check it like, out. There was a there was a lot of um, like character development to the point where like where you. Gave a fuck about oh, a lot of these Oh, so characters. much. Yes. Uh, they take their time. There was a lot of like really like heart-wrenching moments that you felt like you were going to cry. Mm-hmm. Um, I went with Brittany. She, Brittany. Me, Brittany, and the boys all went. And like I think before Brittany went in, she's like, okay, well, you know, okay, it's Spider-Man, and but it's a cartoon, so whatever. Like, there's points that she would like the big like, oh, my God, he did it type moments. She was over there like... <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, she she got invested in it. And to me, like, that's something that, like, watching... Of course, I'm going to be invested in it. You're going to be invested in it. Maybe even our kids, because, like, they're like, oh, fuck yeah, it's Spider-Man. It's fucking And it's a cartoon. Spider-Man. It's awesome. But, like, somebody that, like, appreciates this kind of genre, but isn't, like, as balls deep as, like, what we are, seeing them get like that, I'm like, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. this is a very good movie. It's Honestly, powerful. Honestly, like not only is this probably the best Spider-Man movie to date for me, I think next to one other new movie that came out this year that I watched, this is probably my favorite movie this year. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what it's up there on par with? I mean, granted, two completely different movies. Mm Mm-hmm. But a movie that I even after I left, like, I'm like, ooh, okay. I'm listening to the soundtrack because that was a dope fucking soundtrack. I'm, I'm looking up all information on it. I'm watching videos on it. The other movie I watched that like I was that invested in was A Star Is Born. 
Oh, wow. Yeah. That's Dude, very and that's, interesting. And if you haven't watched that, great fucking You know, movie. I've been trying to branch out watch other movies. Like, I went and saw First Man, and that was really good. When first, you, man, first Man, First it, Man. It's, man, the, man. Uh, it's a movie about uh, Neil Armstrong. Oh, okay. It's okay. not... And there was this big uh, controversy around it. It might have been why you heard about it at all, is yeah, because they, they decided not to put in the planning the flag scene. Mm-hmm. And it's because it's it's his story. It's yeah. a story about him, not America going to the moon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but, man, when they do the moon landing scene, whew, fuck, that was powerful. Yeah. I, I would say that's probably the most powerful piece of cinema I've seen. Oh, Not really? my favorite movie, but, like, but the that, most effective yeah. moment in a film I've seen this year, First Man. Oh, yeah. Uh, but I... I I think I like Avengers Infinity War better uh, because there's 10 years of build yeah, up. way more it's... investment in these characters. Way more at stake. Okay, see, Infinity War is one of those things that's like, I think the reason why we loved it so much is because it's a sequel to fucking 10 years worth of movies. Yeah. Like, if you don't want, if you just go watch Infinity War by itself, haven't watched anything else in the MCU lineup, you wouldn't fucking understand what's happening. You right. probably wouldn't no, even it enjoy yourself hold your hand. Well. Yeah, no. But yeah, I mean, as far as so like, you're saying, ob- unobjectively, like just as a movie, as it so. is better. I can yeah, see yeah, that. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, I can definitely see that. Uh, so my, our suggestion, obviously, go see it, especially definitely. if you're a comic book fan. If, if you're a comic book fan, if, you have, if you're a parent and you have kids, bring your kids. Mm-hmm. If you're a parent and you have kids and you don't want to bring your kids, don't bring your fucking kids. Like yeah. you don't. I mean, and that's another thing uh, that I mentioned is that like visually very bright, very vibrant, mm-hmm. but tonally there's a lot of parts that are pretty dark. Like yeah. that are you know what I mean that are very adult esque. Like yeah, it's but all in all, man great fucking flick and i think that that is the perfect place for us to go into spoilers because that's maybe the first thing i want to talk about here uh so here's your spoiler warning again time code is down below actually it doesn't matter because i don't put a time code for the ending so just fuck them you can just stop listening yeah it's like right now (laughs) this is your warning we don't have to put it in writing unless you really want to jump ahead to our social media advertisement (laughs) yeah there's nothing else from here on out yeah um but off. tonally, some of the dark things that happen, let's talk about number one. And for those who read the Spider-Man, Ultimate Spider-Man mm-hmm. books, they know this is how it was going to go down. Spider-Man dies. Peter Parker dies. The the Peter Parker of whatever, Earth? Uh, um, 1606, uh, something like that. Something like I that. can't remember that. I know 616 is the main Marvel yeah. continuity. And then the MCU continuity is like, I, don't know, I heard it just the other day, but it's a long number. So yeah. Uh, 606 yeah. is main continuity. That's and all I give a fuck about. The way he goes down, it's shortly after Miles gets oh, his powers, and he goes out fighting. It was insane. But She didn't see it. Brittany, whenever me and Brittany went, like she had, I think she ran out to the bathroom or oh. went to go like grab my kid's Pringles or something. She didn't see that, but like just that fucking... Like, yeah, the kingpin coming down on him. You felt and, it. it and, was and, so and the crazy hard. thing about it is, at the end, whenever he does that to Miles, like I thought, like she was gonna cry. Like she was mm-hmm. like, "Oh my god!" And she didn't even see what happened earlier in the movie, so she yeah. didn't know that's exactly how Peter died at the beginning of the flick. Mm-hmm. So, like that just shows you, like you get a big behemoth motherfucker that does that to somebody. You're like, Oh, they're dead. And speaking to Chris Pine's credit, like this oh, guy is such a phenomenal dude, actor. And he was, voice and or otherwise, 
and I want more of that Peter. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because he's like, listen, like, like, let me teach you, or I can't remember what exactly he said, but like, their like, little interaction. Much like, like, he, I'll show you the ropes. I'll show you the ropes real like, quick. Let me, let me finish this real quick, and you know, I'll get back to you. <laughs> let me, let me, uh, what was that like? But real quick, I gotta stop this uh, interdimensional stop portal yeah. from causing a black hole to destroy Brooklyn. <laughs> Right, uh, but when he's he's asking him, he's like he's giving him the the little the goober, the goober as the yeah, other yeah, yeah, Peter yeah, yeah, ends yeah. up calling it. Uh, just hit the desperation and the like the feeling. He knows he's about to die. He mm-hmm. knows he's not making it out of yeah, this yeah, one, yeah. and he's putting it all on this kid in this just dire situation that everything is riding on, and just the that all comes through his voice oh yeah yeah you don't like if you didn't even see the scenes before or after you just saw that clip you would feel mm-hmm. the importance of everything going on without knowing the details of why yeah and that's all in his voice i loved it holy oh, shit i just gave myself goosebumps talking about that <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah he was great and then we meet Shortly afterwards, the the new Peter Parker, the yeah. other Peter Parker, which who, actually you you watch Venom, correct? Yes. You stayed around for the post credit scene, not the mid credit scene, yeah. but the post credit. We seen most of that scene in post credit mm-hmm. scene, yeah, where he was drunk through the fucking city, like <laughs> yeah. on the subway, which was fantastic. Uh, I and, loved okay, it. and here's the thing: like, I've seen Miles in a lot of things. Like that Spider Man, and like a lot of like other little stories and stuff like mm-hmm. that. I didn't know. Two of his powers are electroshock. He has and a venom touch uh, that is oh. kind of like a shocking type thing. But honestly, in any of the books I've ever read, I don't think I've ever seen him go invisible. Oh, okay. I don't know if that's okay. new for this or if it was just an ultimate Spider-Man book thing. But it's new to me. Okay, but it was okay. cool. Yeah, uh, I like I liked the way they did that, and they did draw. And speaking more to his character development, like it took a while before he learned those powers. Oh, yeah. I love like, how it literally they drew took that out. The end of the third act, because there's that big moment right before they're about to go to the big battle, where it's, where, like, it's fucking ride or die. Right yeah, now. P- fucking... Peter Parker puts him in his place. And he's like, "All right, well, you know, like go invisible. Yeah, go invisible. Shock me right now." Take the drive from me and go, mm-hmm. and he can't do it. And uh, it's it's really fuck. And like another thing is the we're going to jump back to the beginning um, references in the let me tell you my story intros. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like the I okay. Love that. Let's talk about some of the Sam Raimi Spider Man references. Mm-hmm. There's the train stopping scene. Yeah, uh, I, I can't remember whether or not it's it's Miles's universe's Peter or the other the Peter. train stopping but scene was the Miles's ones that, the ones I'm going to be talking about. Yeah. I know that there's some in both. Yeah, uh, we got the train stopping scene we have the scene where doc ock throws a car into the diner when he's with mary jane Mm -hmm. we have the dancing down the fucking street from spider-man 3 scene well that that was uh other universe well then the other universe peter also had the upside down kiss scene they both did oh did they yeah in miles's universe it was mary jane upside down oh really yeah and and in the other which makes some sense because it's everything's a little off See, the funny thing, another funny little tag to the other Peter, who screwed up his life. That's, yeah. like, one of the things. That's why he's so besheveled and kind mm-hmm. of like a homeless guy. And he's, like, scruff <laughs> yeah. on his face. He has um, a gut. Yeah, he has a gut because he ends up, like, ruining things with MJ <laughs> and, like, just letting himself go. And, like, this is, like, 
15, 20 he, years into his career and he, and he lost a lot of money for uh, investing in TGI Spideys. <laughs> yeah. Which I was fun. Uh, but when they show his origin story, it's like all the bad things from Sam mm-hmm. Raimi's thing, except for the kiss, because yeah. that was the the way it was from yeah, Sam Raimi. Yeah, but yeah. he did the dance and like all the stupid shit. Um, and I remember seeing in a video that there was a reference to like the Tom... Holland Spider Man mm-hmm. and one of them I can't remember what it was, but I didn't uh, catch that one. Oh, I, I know it, it was kind of reference to like whenever he's like webbed out on each side trying to put the ship oh, back together, but he's yeah, holding like cars or something. No, like I think it's two boats or something. Yeah, or maybe it's, it's buses or something. something but yeah, something. I saw yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, basically the Miles Morales as Peter Parker was like Spider Man having done everything right. The city loves mm-hmm. him. Like he's a huge hero. When he he's, dies, he did a Christmas album, and that's actually a like a somewhat reference to a real life album. Oh my god, I forgot there's about a real the life Christmas album. There's a real life Spider Man album, and it's called like. A uh, rock of like reflections or something, but it it came out sixties uh, or seventies or something. But it's actually supposed to be Spider Man, like with like some rock tunes. Well, they did, and on the back of this vinyl, dude, like the video I was watching, they showed yeah. the sleeve of it, and the back of it has like Luke Cage playing a guitar, has Silver oh Surfer God. with a fucking keyboard on his surfboard, like all these like mar- like I want to find it now. I want that so I bad. Want it. So do I. It's uh, probably super expensive. They showed the fucking Spider-Man popsicle and coming from a guy that has worked on an ice cream truck, those actually look that bad. Yeah. They yeah. do. I remember uh I I loved the Ninja Turtle <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are so good. yeah. Uh, with the bubblegum eyeballs and shit. Yeah, yeah. And the bubblegum is horrible. Oh, it was awful. It was always way horrible. too hard to chew. Oh yeah, because it's frozen. And then once you do get it chewed, like it, it doesn't taste like anything. Why did I get? But you always wanted one. Oh yeah, like I kept coming back to them. Like the ice cream part of it wasn't that bad. I liked no. it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> uh, and it was bringing it back to the death of Peter Parker. Another scene yeah. I just remembered. When they when they show everyone finding out on their phones, it like it oh, made God. me. It reminded me of like how the world stood still a little bit with mm-hmm. uh, the death of Superman and stuff. Yeah. Because their world stood still because the death of a hero had happened. When they show the the eulogy, oh the my big God, thing, the, yeah. And, like I don't know if it was and like Mary Jane's up there talking and yeah. like before we even get to that because everybody's standing around a Spider Man mess. Miles goes and purchases. A Spider-Man costume that he actually yes. wears throughout most yep. of the movie. We gotta talk about this. But the fact that he goes into Stan's comics or Stan's costume store, costume shop, it was Stan something, but it was fucking Stan Lee, man. Yeah, and being able to hear his voice again. Not only that, but it's it's what he says oh, that it's yeah. like. God damn it! Did he know he was going? Because I, think I like to be completely honest. I think Stan's been preparing, at least within the past, pretty much since his wife died. Yeah, that it, the, his time is coming. Yeah, uh, because between his his cameo in the Spider-Man video game and now his cameo in this, mm-hmm. uh, and maybe it's just because it's Spider-Man. Uh, maybe, yeah. It, and he he has that deep connection, and it is what kind of started it, it like the explosion of Stan Lee. Uh, that that makes it just that much more meaningful for him. But everything he said in that moment, I felt like his like he was, was his to goodbye you. Yeah, to yeah. Spider Man. And jumping at the very end of the movie, like as soon as like the animated credits right at the end of the movie 
stopped and there was going to the scrolling credits mm-hmm. that stanley quote with the glasses dude like, the tribute to it, it had the stanley quote uh that god damn i wish i could remember this i need to memorize this I've, quote, I've but seen it that quote multiple times it's it basically says that all of us have the potential to be a hero to yeah. make that decision yeah. Uh, and then the loving quote, er, the loving tribute to Stanley and, and Steve, Steve Ditko, Ditko. Yeah, yeah. Uh, who we both lost this year. Uh, man, that was just great. Uh, Fuck your feelings. <laughs> Kick him in the balls. Let's let's talk a little more okay, about well, the no, no, Since we're talking about death, and I kind of cut you off, but like that big eulogy with Mary Jane. Yes, 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 yes. And when the she's like, streets. there's a pretty much like she said, like, there's a hero in all of this. Or, you know, like, I need you to be a hero. She needs me to be a hero. But I think that was just like a metaphor. Uh, <laughs> I don't think she's actually <laughs> talking to you. But uh, the visual scope of that. Oh, scene, yeah. Like, yeah. the streets being flooded with people. And like, and, like, you made the reference of, like, the death of Superman. Like, everybody wearing the Spider-Man mask felt like the black, the black the armband black with armband. the Superman yeah. logo on because, it. Because, like, at, at least amongst nerds, I don't yeah. know how many, like, regular everyday no, people were wearing them. But yeah, that was a thing that went mm-hmm. on for a while. People were wearing their black armband that they got in their packaged copy of The Death of Superman. If they opened it up because they knew it was going to be worth a lot of money one day. Oh, so much money. <laughs> I think I bought one for a dollar once I, like, I think in the I last ten years. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, what else do we want to talk about? Uh, surprise villain didn't know she was in the film. Dr. Oh, yeah, Octopus. yeah, yeah. And the really fact that it's like cool. female, like I said, I don't know anything about the Ultimate Universe. So I don't I think don't she's know. female in the Ultimate Universe. Okay. I think this was just a gender swap for this film. The voice actress for that, do you know who that is? No. Okay. <laughs> uh, she's been in things like, was it Bad Moms? Uh, but Step Brothers. Okay. Okay. John C. Riley's brother. No, 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 no. Scratch that. Uh, Will Ferrell's brother. Yeah. The dickhead. His wife, the one that's trying to fuck John C. Riley. Yeah. That's her. Oh, she's that's so her. good. I love her. I she's love a, her. She's in, in like a, a Chrysler Pacifica commercial now. That is fucking hilarious. Dude. She is really yeah. funny chick. Uh, but and she was really sinister in this. Oh god, like, yeah. More like she wasn't really funny. I feel like. There were parts that were intended to be eh. funny, but they came off like oh, they came more off villainous. Creepy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, she was great. Uh, uh, the scorpion, scorpion, Dude, the yes. fucking the Hispanic scorpion. Which why haven't they done that before? <laughs> that may be an ultimate universe thing too. I'm not 100 percent sure. But I'm apparently, aware... that, the, the voice actor that is a pretty big actor too. Yeah. I just don't know him. Uh, like I said, I fucking I am I am DB'd all this shit. And then today. Uh, Wilson, what, how do you feel about Wilson Fisk's uh, motivations and why oh, he wants this it makes a, I collider mean, to work? It's better than just like why we'll control two universes. Yeah, like no, he's trying to bring his his dead family back. Yeah, who died because he, of his actions. Yeah, while he's trying to fuck up Spider Man, like his family sees him, freaks the fuck out, like oh my god, he's a monster, and they go to take off, and they get fucking mad. And like I, I said, there's a lot of things in this movie that is kind of dark. I didn't bro. see that coming either. That was out of nowhere to me. I, well, I they got hit went, because the second they start running off, I'm like, oh, they're going to die in a car wreck. I thought but maybe no, they no, just no, left no, him. No, no. no I, 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 like, you know, the second I'm, I seen them, like, especially running off and get into a car, I'm like, they're going. I thought they were, she was just going to lose control. I'm I sorry. They're getting macked, I'm sorry. I'm trying to be the optimistic nope, one in the everybody movie dies. There, Bob. Everybody but, dies. Uh, yeah, it was so surprising uh, to me, anyways, yeah. I guess. But uh, then Prowler. 
uh, oh, who yeah. I already knew this because of the comic books okay. uh, that I have read, and I'm aware enough of the things that took place in the Ultimate Universe. But the Prowler turns out to be Miles's uncle. Which do you know who the voice actor of that is? Who who was the, the voice guy actor? who plays Cottonmouth in Luke Cage? Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. nice. Uh, yeah, I I love that and. Mm. It just it adds more to Miles' tragedy. I didn't see this coming. Yeah, Brittany apparently did. Well, she says she did. I don't think she didn't. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. No. Because <laughs> I mean, she said it literally, like right before he pulls off the mask. She's like, "Oh my god, it's his uncle!" Like that doesn't count. It doesn't count. Because yeah. by then I'm like, it's you're going to find out in did you, literally Did you see him anyway. dying, though? Did you see this one dying? Do you think? No. Or, yeah. No. I, I knew enough to know that he might die. I mean, really, if you're going to be a Spider-Man, somebody close to you has to die. But I felt like they were going to play it out a little bit more. Because it, it's kind of like they, they realize who each other is. Because... Miles reveals himself yeah. to the Prowler first. Right when the Prowler, Prowler's about to just oh, drop yeah. him. Uh, Prowler takes off his mask. But, but by, that, by that point, Miles already knew who the Prowler was yeah. because of the whole him sneaking into the apartment to tell his uncle or to confide in his uncle. I can't remember what it was exactly. Or no, then Prowler shows up and that, that's what it was. That's why he started yeah. hiding. And then he... And I really, I really didn't know what he was gonna do in that moment. Like, it, like you see, you didn't know if he was gonna drop him or not. I didn't know if he was yeah, still gonna drop him, yeah, fuck him sure up. Either. Like, what was gonna happen here? And then, and he you gets still shot. don't, you still don't know what he was gonna do because yeah. he got shot. You know what I mean? Well, no, I like, I think it was pretty clear by that point that he was letting him go, uh, yeah, because he puts his mask back on no. to hide him, yeah, yeah. hide his identity. No, no, I felt like he put his mask back on at as first. like a yeah. You know I mean, with your mask on, you're just Spider-Man. Yeah. With your mask off, you are Miles, that's my nephew. That's what I was feeling, too. But then once he let him go and he put his hands up and he started backing off, that's mm. when I knew. I was like, holy shit, mercy. Mercy. <laughs> uh, but yeah, wow. Just uh, Okay, so what else do we want to talk about here? We got Spider-Gwen. Um, oh, Spider-Gwen. Yeah. Uh, the fact that they did touch on the fact that like her Spider or her Peter Parker became the lizard yeah. and died. Was yeah, I mean, like, like uh, I'm, I'm that glad is, that they that is actually in. out of her comics. Yeah, I know, yeah. I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm glad that they're bringing in like actual yeah. uh, bits of 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 their all, all their now, stories. I missed the other characters' uh, origin stories because that was when I went to. I missed the reveal of Aunt May, dude. Uh, what? Yeah. Oh, I, dude. I went to go get refills because Ben asked I'm me. Tr- to. I can't. I'm trying to remember who did. There's another big actress that does Aunt May, too. Thank you. Lily Tomlin. <laughs> yeah. uh, I love that Aunt May. Yeah. I love the fact that whenever the fight's going on, she's like, oh, fuck this. It pulls out. Was it a baseball I bat? Not in the house. <laughs> Boom. Yeah, they're, they, they're bringing the spider cave and everything. Mm-hmm. So, so tell me about the the origin stories oh. of the other guys. Uh, the other ones, are they're all kind of introduced at the same time. Yeah. Um, It was kind of hard to keep track of because they were literally like laying them over each mm-hmm. other. And then they're just like, you know, because like while they're saying like I got bit by a radioactive spider, like they were all three of them were saying at the same time, yeah. except for Spider-Hams, which was a radioactive pig. 
and like because wasn't wasn't he a spider who got bit by a pig or something uh i can't remember no i think maybe he was a pig that got bit by a radioactive pig oh or some shit i don't know um i don't know like i said it's kind of like the only thing i caught was like uh piper pots or piper parker penny parker penny whatever the fuck the the fucking anime yeah. one uh, it was her dad's robot the spider that bitter or no there the, the spider was controlling this robot type of, i don't know <laughs> i you know what like uh, i just want to hear you you just want me to the... like try to explain shit that i <laughs> at, wasn't really at first at first i was like oh god i'm gonna cut this whole part out but the more confused you got like yeah. the better it got uh yeah no but, but going into spider-man nora real quick dude like whenever i first heard oh Nicolas cage is going to do the voice i'm like yeah. oh god this is this is going to be just like a joke so dude it was funny. great the it was great he can't see in color and he's fucking with that, <laughs> that rubik's, rubik's cube. cube yes pink he's, no no he's like i'm gonna take this with me figure it <laughs> i don't understand oh, it I don't but know. i will <laughs> Uh, yeah, he he was so funny, so great. Uh, which which is great because they could have played that character so dark. like. There's enough darkness but, in this film, they but they could have made him. They, they played him serious, yeah. But he was funny because he was so serious, yeah. Like, and he was so like, like you didn't feel like he was making jokes, but in the context of no. his surroundings, like he was funny. It's kind of yeah. like Thor prior to Ragnarok. Yeah, the fish out of water. Yeah, he's a yeah. fish out of water. Yeah, it's like because he he doesn't like understand certain things that that that's funny. Yeah, like the certain circumstances he's in. Uh, yeah, I, I I'm glad I got to see him. Um. Aunt May was really cool. Oh, she dude. she was a scene stealer. She was. Yeah. yeah. Every time she's there, when when he comes back, like when he uh, when Miles comes back to the cave to to get the suit, which is mm-hmm. how he gets his his suit, is he spray paints one of the Spider Man costumes, yeah. which so many great references in there. Spider Armor Mark Four. You, you had, had the you big had Iron time Spider. Suit. Iron you had Spider. The, the big time uh, stealth suit. Yep. There was there was even a what if. The one with the cape was from a what if. Yes. Yes. Uh, It's like, what if uh, Spider-Man wasn't a hero? Yeah. Or something like that. Uh, Um, The video game suit was in there. Yeah, the the new Sony video game suit. Yeah. There was... Uh, there's a few of there's there's a few of them that like, I recognize. I wasn't sure what they're from. There was one that was inverted. You, you did with you, blue and red instead of red and blue. Yeah, you yeah. did say the the spider armor, right? So okay, yeah, yeah, the yeah. yellow spider armor was in there. Uh, no, that's the, the Mark Four version. No, the 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 Mark One, the one where it's black and silver. Oh, that was in that there was too. In there? Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh man, yeah, a lot of cool Dude, suits. Uh, what was it? The was it the spider? Spider car, spider buggy, whatever. Yeah, yeah I missed that, that, that reference. I heard about it in a, a video I was watching this oh, yeah. morning, but yeah, I missed that oh, reference. Yeah, no, no, that was there. I had like a spider cycle. I'm trying to remember what else. So was much. Good. Oh yeah, yeah. it's fun though. Uh, I wonder if this was the the Peter Parker who had who founded Parker Industries or not? Because that's how he got a lot of cool shit. I don't know. Like after after he did that, that's how he got the glowing spider emblem the, suit. The yeah. you talking about the big time one? No, no, oh, no, no. Okay. Uh, oh no, no, no. The yeah. glow one from uh, from like the uh, the Dan Alex Slot. Ross cover. Yeah, 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 yeah The yeah. Dan Slot run, continuation run. Uh, yeah, no, so much good stuff there. Anything else you want to talk about? Uh, I mean, I, I feel like we've covered a lot of this. I think we have too. Um, Any other standout moments? Post credit scene. 
You want to talk about post-credits scene, or you yes. want to hold that off? We, well, uh, if we're if we're bringing this to think a close, of anything else? Um, I like a lot of the the alternate universe stuff you see in the Times Square mm-hmm. billboards. There was a uh, you know the 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 musician uh, weekend. He, his star boy, like the yellow background with like the red. You, you wouldn't You're know. Speaking Greek yeah. to me, yeah. uh, Brittany definitely knows. But there was, I think it was called. I can't remember what what the name was, but it wasn't that. Uh, there's a a Chance the Rapper poster in Miles's uh, room, and in the in that photo, he's wearing he has a number three on the hat mm-hmm. as his third mixtape. In this universe, there's a four, like he has a whole. You know, I mean, there's a lot of things that are very reminiscent of real life uh, ads and such. Okay, yeah, that Star does Boy, look okay, yeah. familiar. I'm looking at the Starboy album but, now. But on in the movie, the first off, the red and red and yellow were flipped. Yeah, like it was a yellow background background with red letters, and I can't remember what it said. No, Maybe like know. kissing or some, something like that. It, it was um, standout enough for me to remember it being in the film, but like I didn't because it was like was the main billboard yeah. in the center of Times Square, and yeah. then there was a scene where he's walking down the street, and there's like posters up on the side of a building mm. like you know we said that somebody like pasted up there yeah and from what people tell me the soundtrack in this is really good it i've seen the film good. i heard the soundtrack but it's not my music yeah it's, it's yeah. definitely not your cup of tea yeah. there's only one song that like i i kind of skipped through because i just and I, I i'm glad that britney feels the same um i'm not a big Nicki minaj fan yeah so that's one i've skipped through but yeah there's some really good ones in there. yeah i mean not that like it's just anything, not your. The, it's just not. It's not, not that anything I heard was like I was like, God damn. What, no, and it what definitely fit very well yeah. within the movie. It was all felt, a, a lot of it was really chill and stuff. Yeah. And like it, this and is some of them are original songs. Yeah. Uh, like like the song that he's that Miles was singing when he has the headphones on and he's kind of mm-hmm. like yeah. and the same one that he's like humming whenever he's trying to like lose grip. Yeah, it's actually that's kind actually of a, a Post a, Malone song that was made for that. It's a theme throughout the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That song keeps coming up. Other than that, oh, yeah. like some of the like they showed uh, like certain comic covers. Yes, no, actually, um, I I love that you brought that up. I forgot there, to. There's because... one that was it's supposed to be like a call to like what if, but it was called uh, something else. Well, they had they had a lot of them. All like almost every comic book cover you see in this is, is a real a comic legitimate book. comic. Titles are different. Yeah, like I like think Amazing the... Fantasies. Was well, I like think the, all of the Spider-Man comics in the Miles Morales universe are called the True Tales of yeah, the Spider-Man. True Tales of Spider-Man. Uh, yeah, so but the, like they change with mm-hmm. each one of their origin stories and shit. Uh, yeah, I loved that little touch. Uh, oh, how could we forget to mention this? Like more to the comic book aesthetic, you see oh. sound effect. Noises yeah, like, yeah, not only do you see the onomatopoeia, but right at the beginning, onomatopoeia, that's right, right at the beginning of the film, the comics code. Yeah, so oh, right at the very I, beginning. When I saw that, I grinned. I went, "Nice." Yeah, I, I oh. said it audibly um, in the theater. <laughs> did you know that who one of the executive producers are? You probably did. Uh, Brian Michael Bendis. Yes. Yeah. No, and I oh I love that you brought that up because I His, noticed in. Uh, Miles's phone, phone B. Bendis. Contact, B. Bendis. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, fantastic. I had to explain that to Vin. <laughs> well, like, yeah. I mean, um, no, that was fantastic. Uh, like, I love that they did they have had, him as an executive producer. Like, who better than the creator of Miles Morales? They had monologue speech bubbles. Yeah, that, yeah. That and I love up. that after Miles got his powers, 
and his internal monologue, his internal mm-hmm. thoughts were sh- popping up as like word yeah. panels, and not in a Deadpool like no, 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 fourth no, no, no. wall way, but in a this is a comic book yeah. movie way. Can everybody else hear my thoughts <laughs> yeah. while they're popping <laughs> yeah. up and shit? Like, uh, oh, so I good. feel like uh, going back to like when you're talking about like the action and stuff, like the like the flips and the like the acrobatics of this film was fucking visually gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, everything you would want to see oh, yeah, from yeah. Spider-Man. Uh, the kind of things that make the Spider-Man PlayStation 4 game so enjoyable just swinging mm-hmm. around are Flipping the kind around. of things you see in this. So uh, they really nailed the spirit mm-hmm. of this movie, this character, all of these characters. I felt like everything from the pages that I've read or the pages that I've been familiar with came to life. Oh, yeah. And and I don't think they could have done it better in live action. If anything, I feel like maybe it would have been worse. I think, yeah, I don't, they definitely could not do everything from this film yeah. live action. Don't get me wrong. I want to see a live action Miles Morales. But Please. maybe I don't want to see a live action Spider-Man Noir. Like, no, I feel like no, this no, no. was the way and to And you can't. How, how can you do a live action Spider-Ham? You can't. No. You got to throw them in there no. CGI. It'd be weird as hell. Yeah. Uh, and I do want to see a live action Gwen St- or uh, Spider Gwen as well. Yeah. Now speaking of live action, mm-hmm. I want to talk about something live action. But before we can get into that, we got to talk about the end credit scene. The post credit scene. Yeah. Okay. First off, whenever you, whenever they first reveal just the arm before they full like the full body shot, and you see mm-hmm. like the fins coming off the arm. I I knew before didn't... that. Oh yeah, I knew before that because she said Miguel. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I knew Miguel. Instantly, like, I'm like, hold on, wait, does that mean? And then they showed the arm, and yeah. literally, I think I'm the only person in the theater. I threw both my fucking hands. Yeah. I'm like, yes, yes. <laughs> if you're gonna yell, yell off, mic. Sorry, uh, I forgot. But uh, well, it's been a while for you. Yeah. Uh, anyways. No, uh, but yeah, as soon as she said Miguel, the very first, as if it were like a Miles Morales speech Beep. bubble, I heard, I said, O'Hara? <laughs> and uh, yeah, and then the arm popped in. And I was like, God, oh, Spider-Man 2099, yes! Fantastic. Um, <laughs> so this throws up the sequel. Like, this is like, sequel's happening, yeah. guys. But but the, the fact that they throw him right into the 1960s. Why is that the first universe he goes to and, oh my god and it felt like a good solid like couple minutes of like the stop pointing at me I'm your point at me your point at me that's very rude <laughs> and then they show they finally show the only J. Jonah Jameson in the whole film and yeah, the yeah. 60's cartoon one uh, oh god that was so funny it but was. not only do I hope we get to see that version uh, in the future film but it opens the door for so much more Spider-Man mm-hmm. in the next one because a lot of us were disappointed. There were no, there was no Tobey Maguire, no Andrew yeah. Garfield, and Tom Holland. Whatever, we were really yeah. voting for those other two. But especially if we just get them in animated form, they, well, we don't have to have like a and that we'll, slice in like some live action. That's and all what this. I'm no, saying good. is. I would love to see them in there as live action because the way oh, they yeah. showed that they can diversify the style, like mm-hmm. even if they've got to throw up like kind of a, a filter to smooth them into it a bit, like I feel like now's the time. Now we have the technology to make that work we have better the than ever. <laughs> this is a four million dollar yeah. uh, live action cameo. Uh, <laughs> we have the technology. We could do it better. Uh, <laughs> 
but yeah, I, I want to see both of them in live action. Uh, and if you want to throw Tom Holland in there, that's fine. You know, let's bring the 70s one in. Let's bring the Japanese version. Was it Japanese or Chinese? <laughs> Stick you know the Japanese yeah. Spider-Man. Uh, yeah, but that opens the door for that. Because now we're not just talking about, like, these accidental characters came mm-hmm. through. Now we have options. He can jump to where he wants to go, which means he can bring whoever he wants and why not you know have, have them even just like a quick cameo yeah just jumping into their worlds although i would absolutely love to see those two spider-men interact uh even if it's just jumping into their worlds which fuck jumping back into the the whole of the movie again did you notice aunt may's house was the sam raimi house I didn't. No, I didn't. Yeah, even the garage in the back that is the yeah, spider cabin. Yeah. yeah, the shed. It, it oh, was one hundred percent. Yeah, uh, that house. So yeah, I. That's what I want to see from the sequel. I want to see those live action cameos because whatever else they do, if it's the mm-hmm. same team and Sony isn't fucking with them, then it's gonna be great. Sony, dude. By the time, like this is out of theaters, they're gonna make a shit ton of money. Oh, yeah. I don't know what what it's at right now. Well, but, there was a, there was an unfortunate but amount would, of people in my theater uh, because like it wasn't empty, but it was just like a small smattering kind, of people. Kind here. of with us too, in and a we big were up auditorium. In, uh, we were up in Ashland yeah, Cinemark, same yeah. place I saw it. Yeah, but um, I mean, they've they've had to have made good money on this compared to what they put it. Like yeah. Put into it. And, well, and with it being an animation budget, uh, I mean, you've like, got some like tall order voices there. So, I mean, they spent a dime on that alone. Maybe but they didn't. I, maybe a lot of these people were like, oh, no, fuck yeah, this is fun. Let's do this. They got to do more than break even on this one. Uh, oh, God, yeah. And they've already but, said they're making the sequel. So, uh, yeah, that's that's what I want to see is, is some of that live action. Yeah. Um, Extremely enjoyable movie. Like, definitely go watch 100%. it. 100%. I'm buying this bitch as soon as it comes out. Oh, yeah. But I'm going 4K. I, I got the new TV. Oh, yeah. uh, 4K yeah. TV. I'm buying the 4K Blu-ray, Look man. you. You fancy, huh? Well, I got I got Avengers on 4K. By accident? So you had to go buy a whole no, TV? No, I was like, it's only a few dollars more on the yeah. Disney movie. Yeah. Club. I, well I mean, if you got the 4K it. TV and you got something to play 4K on, yeah. which you do. Well, I got the 4K TV because of that. It's a long story. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah. All right. I think that's going to do it for okay. this one. Okay. Uh, one second. I got to open. I forgot to open the fucking script. Jesus Christ, Vinny. Oh, yeah. Because it's me adding to the bulk of editing. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Where is it? It's on sixty. You might. You can go ahead and say you're sorry because all this is getting cut out. Yeah, I'm. I was. I had the wrong. She's back there like mouthing. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> you should really start listening to the show. Not this one. It was too long. Yeah, yeah this I'll is really long. Y'all gotta cut this out too. Uh, well, maybe not. Maybe. No, I'm know. just gonna do the whole thing. Fuck it. Uh, I don't have really? time to make two. What time yeah. Is it? Uh, 7.30. Really? We, 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 we were gotta, recording we for about an hour and a half. So, guys, like this episode if you liked it. Subscribe if you loved it. You're checking this out somewhere. While here, why not like, comment your thoughts on today's stories, uh, these movies, the crossover, anything down below. And, of course, share this episode. It's the best way to get us out in front of people. And hit that bell on YouTube if you want to know when the newest episodes are up. 
Like our nerd news page, Sort of My Comics, on Facebook, and follow Sort of My Podcast on Instagram. Check out Subject to Change Entertainment on Facebook and Twitter, and all of our personal social media is down in the description below. My name is Vincent Herman, Vin the Human. Thank you very much for joining me today, Bob Collins, Boba Fett. You're very welcome, sir. Anytime, anytime. And it's time to cue that universally... Uh, nope. <laughs> time to cue that multiversal outro music. Meow, meow, meow.